Yes, people can be interested in new ideas when those ideas are expressed clearly and effectively. Welcome to the Research and Destroy podcast. Here's what we do. Step one, we take a subject. Step two, research the shit out of that subject. And step three, destroy the subject as we discuss what we found. With your hosts, John, Adam, and Justin. I'm John. I'm Adam. And I'm Justin. Uh, in today's episode, we're talking about savants. Probably know what they are, or maybe you've heard the word and you don't know what they are. It's so a French the... pastry. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, yep. Uh, so a savant it's is not, a not even close. Are you, is there right. something that sounds like that? Croissant. croissant. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's the opposite of a savant? It might be that. <laughs> okay. So a savant, the, what, the way we're talking about, it's got two definitions, but we're talking about a person that generally has a, they have a developmental disorder such as autism or intellectual disability, but then they exhibit exceptional skills or brilliance in some other areas. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes a savant is just a person, like a learned person. That's another way it's used, but that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about the like, uh, the, probably the most popular or famous instance is the movie Rain Man, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I put this on there. Uh, I think. I don't know. Maybe because I, I think I was watching. I think I sent a link to you guys before. I was watching like videos a little while back, and once in a while it just pops up where I see a video of somebody doing something like utterly amazing with math or mm-hmm. memorization. Or maybe we're talking about like calendar dates or something going back in time and something like triggered that. And I think savant savantism kind of came up and I was like, that would be a pretty interesting topic because it's like so fascinating. It is really interesting. You, know, you ever see the movie um, Phenomenon with uh, uh, John Travolta? <laughs> yes, actually, actually. Yeah, I did. I don't Have remember. Have you seen that? Uh, probably along. Is is the cover of the DVD just him like pointing like this, like uh, like he's cool? Like he's doesn't he have glasses? Doesn't he have glasses on? Is that the one where he's an angel that comes down from heaven or something like that? No, that's Michael. (laughs) But they did come out around the same time. The idea was he gets he he like he's like a regular guy in like a small country town, Mm -hmm. and he leaves a bar like after his birthday, gets drunk, and then he leaves. And he thinks he sees a light in the sky that knocks him to the ground, and then he starts having all these amazing abilities. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, I I don't know if I watch. Well, eh, spoil it. I don't give a crap. Whatever. It's a John Travolta movie. I don't feel like you know. It's (laughs) it's it's a pretty entertaining movie. Okay. Um. But yeah. So I'll I'll spoil it. And John, don't listen. Basically, he starts like the next day he comes back, he's he's um like was he's a farmer is what he is. And he starts like getting smarter and smarter. And he starts figuring out like at one point, this rabbit keeps getting into his like small garden by his house and he can't figure it out. And then one day, like after this happens, like a couple days later, he's like, oh, the rabbit lives there. He's always been in there. It's not like he's getting under the fence and leaving. He lives in the garden, which is a simple problem that he solves pretty quickly. Then he eventually starts figuring out like decoding military like um, patterns. Oh yeah. And then he, so the military gets onto him and then he starts like at one point somebody's sick in like an apple orchard or something. They, he finds it. He starts getting like ESP starts moving stuff with his mind, all this stuff. Well, now this sounds pretty good. And I'm not going to tell you how it ends, but basically his, his, he's just being able, he's got all these extra abilities that um, it's this phenomenon that he can't explain. Nobody can explain. Mm. And you should watch it. It's there's the title. <laughs> right. And it makes me, it made me think of savants uh, when I watched it. I'm going to guess um, it's either aliens or you think it's aliens, but then it actually turns out he just has like a brain tumor. I guess you could be a movie writer, John. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought that for a while. <laughs> so it is, it is either aliens or, or the other thing. 
All potentially. Right. <laughs> I feel or like I nailed it. Or, or maybe it's a third thing. I can just read um, your body language. I nailed it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. <laughs> I could read your body language. I nailed it. No, if you could read my body language, you know I'd hate you. <laughs> <laughs> just I like I'm not as good as I thought. <laughs> yeah, I actually just—it's weird you say that. Did you watch that recently, or did he send that to you? Uh, a week or so ago, I think. Yeah, okay. he sent it to me. Yeah, because I just watched a thing yesterday. It was a—it was an FBI body language expert talking about like the things that people think what they mean about your mood aren't real. Like crossing your arms, a mm. lot of times is is generally understood to mean closed off. Yeah. Mm-hmm that's bullshit yeah yeah it's not the case because i could be talking to people like i could be talking to my mom and just being doing it's it's actually self-soothing is what that is it's yeah yeah the whole thing about putting your hands in your pockets means you're insecure i feel like that's bullshit too yes right um i'm reading a book that i read now actually i'm reading the uh, i i I actually am it's probably the same guy it's called the book's called what everybody knows or what everybody (laughs) tells you or something it's like a bestseller book, whatever, that I saw like a while back in the library. I was like, I'm going to get this. I'm almost done with it. But yeah, it's like the same stuff you're saying. It's like mostly self-soothing stuff. Um, the, but then there are things that are yeah, like in a conversation, you can watch facial reactions. You can watch hand closing and opening, turning thumbs away, stuff like that they showed. Yeah. Like if I'm talking to a girl and she starts vomiting, like what does that mean? <laughs> is that, is that, that means, good? That means you're golden. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he says that like the face is the place where you look the least to look to see what people are actually like meaning because people have been trained since a very early age to use their face to lie and to try to disguise themselves. Whereas like, these eyebrows look like I'm interested, but I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> those are painted on. Uh, the 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 best thing is to look at your limbic system responses, which is like your arms and your your feet and uh, stuff like Wait, that. Is limbic system because they're your limbs? Uh, it's what it's called. I don't know. I guess it's it's the. It's the limbic system is what goes into uh, into action with like fight or flight or uh, fall. Oh, not or, related. Or freeze. I I don't know. Maybe like limbs are coming. I don't. I don't know if that's a direct link to that. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute. The limbic <laughs> system is like it's like the underlying reactions your body does in a in yeah. a like animalistic way. Right. So they're like, just the re- responses. They're not con- uh, conscious. Right. Exactly. And that's what you look at. And there's certain yeah. things that are triggers there that are like not fakeable. I see. It's your nervous system. It has nothing to do with your limbs. Yeah, I just but, he, but, but the, the, word the two examples he said was uh, limbs. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. Oh, that's okay. Funny. Yeah, um, <laughs> boy, that is not what we're talking about at all. Though. But <laughs> it's like none of this stuff is. But I think we just found a topic for another episode. To be very honest, yeah. Yeah, body language would be really fascinating to talk about. Be interesting, right? yeah, yeah. Especially because somebody I don't want to say who read a book about it. Yeah, so, <laughs> not done yet. It was Adam. Well, oh, folks, okay. that's a preview for our next episode. Preview for next time. <laughs> what Adam reads a book? <laughs> that's that, kind of all of our episodes, to be very honest. That would be Adam reads a book, and you and me dick around for an hour and a half. <laughs> the perfect episode. Uh, we should have named the podcast "Adam Reads a Book." <laughs> Adam reads a book we can't read. <laughs> guys, I read this book, and I'm like, dude, dude. <laughs> It's I'm just us beer. making cross-eyed, <laughs> stupid faces and fart sounds for an hour and a half, and Adam's like, uh. it's $35 in late uh. charges at the library to make this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that does sound oh, true. Yeah. Savant? <laughs> yeah, okay, so we're talking about savants. Savants. Yes, we and are. 
we are changing up the format of our podcast a little bit. Typically, uh, what we had done is um, all three of us would pick a savant or some aspect of the topic and start talking about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to try something a little bit new. Uh, which one of you guys is going to going to take her away? Uh, I can start if you don't mind, and then you can jump in, John, if you want. Sure, that's fine. What do you? I'll uh, I'll, I'll just set up some some uh, basic savantism kind of overview kind of stats and things, and then yes, you can savantism. dive into to the. Uh, the person in question. Perfect. Good? Okay. Now that we've recorded our opinions, I think we should investigate to find out whether or not our opinions are based on good reasons. So we just defined kind of what savantism is and what savant syndrome is. I guess how common is it, first of all? So the, it Did is, you say savant syndrome? Uh, it's also called savant syndrome, yeah. Oh, so the condition of ha- being savant is a syndrome? Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, approximately uh, one in 10 people with autistic disorder has some savant skills. However, there are a subset of those savants, which are a subset of autistic people that are like super savants or much more like much more extreme versions of savants, which were probably who we're talking about. The term I found, which I thought was like made up as mega savant. I was like, okay. it, it, yeah, that's an actual term. But yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah. Where it's like much more exaggerated. Mm-hmm. So what, what's much more exaggerated? mega savants the the savantism the savant skills that they have are much more exaggerated in a small small subset of savants okay not all not all savants are quite like you know as as extreme as the ones you probably heard of they're they're good at certain things but they're not quite typically maybe not as good as certain people that you've heard of so there's like mega savants that are super good at those things okay um so yeah and basically it's it doesn't also uh it doesn't only happen with autistic people either. It happens with people with other mental disorders uh, as well, um, from developmental disorders. Um, it just at a much smaller rate. But there are way more of those people than autistic people, so the percentages are actually pretty pretty balanced. So it's it's kind of interesting. So about one in two thousand people with like mental disabilities have uh, signs of savantism, uh, which is more sorry, than autism. Say the percentage again. I'm sorry. Uh, one in two thousand people with uh, mental disabilities have uh, so some one in how many like how many people have mental disabilities in yeah the amongst population? the normal population um i forget like, what it one is. in ten thousand people then or something like that uh it's something like that i forget the exact percentage it doesn't have it here but it's much it's higher small. than yeah it's higher than autism but so when it turns if, if you flip those percentages around um about 75 percent of people with savant syndrome have autistic disorder and the other 25% have some other form of developmental disability. I might have that. I can't. I'm, these numbers are blowing my mind. I've never <laughs> <looked at that. laughs> yeah. If you were to survive, you'd understand everything Adam's saying right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I literally have yeah. no idea what you're talking about. What, what, what key takeaways can I take away from all these numbers you're talking right. about? There's a lot of numbers. There's a lot of numbers. But it's, it's, a, it's a smaller percent chance that you're going to have savant skills if you have one of these other disorders. I'll, I'll leave it to John in a minute to talk about some of the types of skills or, uh, that they have and that they exhibit. Um, since I think you're going to be going into that a little bit there, John. But some other interesting things real fast are savant syndrome occurs about four to six times more frequently in males than females. Really? And that's that's partly due to the fact that it occurs as high as about 10% of people with autistic disorder where um, that ratio is about the same. So there's a lot more males that have autism than females. And one of the, I guess one of the reasons possibly behind it is that during the human brain development, uh, the left hemisphere of the brain always completes its development later than the right hemisphere. And the left hemisphere sometimes is exposed for a longer period of time, and there could be issues with injury with the left side. And savantism, what they've not 
necessarily 100% proven yet, but there's a theory about it where savantism is when the left side of your brain doesn't develop quite as well, and your right side of your brain has to compensate for what the left side is lacking. And it seems huh, you're, like after you're born. Yes, after you're born, it's like Have a you, developmental thing. You ever see these things where, like, I, I read an article or read something. I don't remember if it was an article, but essentially there was a woman that was having seizures nonstop or something like that, mm -hmm. and they literally removed half her brain. Yep. And her, the other half of her brain kept her going. Like she yeah. lived a regular life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How in the hell is that possible? I don't yeah. know. Because I, like, I, I was always thought that like there's one part of your brain on the back left there, whatever it is, that's like mm -hmm. that's what controls your eyes yeah. or your optical. If you just remove that one day, like Jesus Christ, how's the other brain be like, oh, right. Time to learn eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Oh, I got to learn eyes today. Come on! <laughs> but she, but she must have been lacking somewhere in the in normal. I think she human... had memory. I think she had memory issues after the fact. Memory issues. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I'm but, just saying she must have been lacking. I mean, I feel like you just can't remove half the brain without lacking but, something. But as a, it's one where like you know when you're uh, in the case where when you're when you're being born and you're like a fetus or whatever. Too, you're, something is telling your body to make this stuff happen right so there's some kind of like chromosomes stuff happen. there's some kind of chromosomes or something in the genetics right that is telling you these all these things are necessary to be built so you, you're going to need to mm -hmm. be able to see when you get out you're going to need to be able to yeah. do all this stuff right like like yeah like your body like there are things in your body and i'm not uh, able to kind of talk to this to the degree that i'm just theorizing so there, yeah. there's something probably still in your body that's saying like these are the things that we had to do when you were born and if you don't have this part of the brain we're going to compensate and make those things happen over here we're talking like stem cell type. Adam's getting into like evolutionary biologist type stuff here. I, I'm so I really love it. I don't know much about it, but I think it's super interesting. Like we're gonna talk about it. Um, <laughs> I, I'll read a book about it. I'll read a book about it next time. Um, some more stuff. Uh, one one type of what's um, one of the reasons here that possibly where males have it more often than females is there when you're younger. There's a lot of circulating testosterone when you're in the male uh, in the male body and. Mm -hmm. It Go reaches on. very, very high levels <laughs> nice. and can be neurotoxic. Oh, not nice. <laughs> really? Yeah. Too much testosterone can be neurotoxic. Yeah. Um, That's nuts. And it could cause issues. <laughs> <laughs> or even. I didn't plan that. I did oh, not plan gosh. that. Yeah, it's interesting, right? Like, it's interesting that, that it is possible a reason. As, so, as... like, neurotoxic in that it damages the brain? Yes. Or do things can... just develop in a way that's not this typical way uh it damages the brain like it kills cells it damages yeah, I, guess structures. It, I guess it kills cells it doesn't outright, but yeah huh. yeah so there is something to the whole women are smarter than men thing i guess i don't is that is i that mean a thing well i mean they would say it's a thing well but doesn't every side say it's a thing true men men are typically it's better probably true. i think they're i think it's you probably true i mean i don't know it's, i read somewhere that men can't multitask but women can yeah, that's nice, a that's a common thing. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't know think, if that, that's probably fake too, though. <laughs> I don't think I think people are just not good at multitasking. They're very single yes. process oriented people. Yeah. Like you, yeah, you you can you can swap. It's like a computer processor. You can swap from tasks faster and faster, and you can be good at it. But you can never do two things really at once. Your no, brain you're always not, doing one thing at once, even yeah. if you're swapping. Yeah. You can do one conscious thing and one unconscious thing. I think that's why you can brush your teeth and talk, or you, or not talk, brush your teeth and and. Oh, Worst example yeah. you could pick. <laughs> uh, no, you could brush your teeth and you know whatever dance or something. Um, That's why you can run and walk at the same time, Adam. Run and walk. Come on, guys. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you can breathe and drink at the same time. Can people do that? 
<laughs> no. Babies can't. No, you, no. It's one of the, is it one of those things, too, where they just, like, breathe and then alternate between breathing and drinking? Yeah, people, they take breaths. What? They, like, stay, they're, they're drinking, but then they stop and breathe through their nose. That's what I thought, too, but there's, there was a thing, too, where babies can breathe and drink at the same time, but I think that's no. cool crap. That's... <laughs> The get babies your, can multitask, but I can't. Come get on. your baby in here, Justin. <laughs> yeah, he's asleep. He doesn't drink milk. I no, said, he almost he choked on the bathwater today. He's not. <laughs> oh. oh, we're trying to teach him to swim, and uh, he oh. put his face in. The in. Well, because in a pool, he's taking swim lessons, but uh, in the pool, he's like afraid. Because like babies are like born in water. You ever see the cover of the Nirvana album where you can like put yeah. a baby in water and they know what to do? But like at some point, we forget it. What's Nirvana? Baby, you being, um, Shut down the cast. <laughs> anyways, they uh, he he would he could put his mouth in the water, and then he like very slowly. I was able to teach him how to put his nose in the water, mm-hmm. where he wouldn't be scared and blow bubbles out of his nose. Mm-hmm. And then today or yesterday, he like we've been talking about putting his whole face in because he's just he was just so afraid. Yeah. And then he did something where he got water and then went down the oh. wrong way while he was like you know he took like half a breath while he was still coming up out of the water. Oh yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> sucks, yeah. Yeah. I know the feeling. Anyways, I don't know the point. What are we talking about? Are we laughing at your kid right now? This is terrible. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, learning. it's, you know, he's learning. I know, yeah. but we kind of chuckled after you told us that, that he came up and <laughs> We've all been some water. So yeah, no, yeah. The numbers. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't laugh at it at the time. I was all like, are you all right? You know? But, yeah, of course. Yeah. But now, a few hours but later. now, you guys like, all want to laugh about it? <laughs> No, that's you know what? Get case. him in here. Let's laugh in his face. <laughs> go, go wake him up, <laughs> dude. Here, son. You want some milk? Ah, uh, there four. you go. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> you want some milk? You monster. All right, John. Take it away no, with your with, your with your fact. Well, I found. <clears throat> I wanted to get into the specifics of savant, so I found pretty much the greatest savant that's ever lived. He's a, he's a mega savant. That's kind of what I typed into Google, actually, is I was like, a, you know, most famous savant ever. Um, I wonder <laughs> huge, he, huge savant. Don't, I'm tired <laughs> of it. I'm sick of it. I, <laughs> you're sick of the Trump, impressions. Trump impressions? Oh. I, they're, um, they're very few that are good. And even yep. when they are, then I'm just reminded of the guy. Like, come on. Yep. Eh, true. All right. If you said Donald Trump as a savant, though, I was going to lose my shit. No. I, was, I, I don't think he's a savant. I think he's good. smarter than people than people give him credit for, to be honest. But you're not, you're not doing it on him, though, right? Uh, no, no, this is not on Donald Trump. That's a whole other episode okay. that yeah. we can. All right, keep going. Never, never do. Um, so this is so the, the the gentleman I found is a mega savant. His name is Kim Kim Peek P E E K. Okay. Um, like you know. Mm-hmm. So the movie Rain. <laughs> like what? Peak, like you're, you know, like you're looking, mm-hmm. you're peeking over like something. Like you're peeking yeah. over something. Oh, that's yeah. the sound effect. <laughs> Somebody slowly rising up over the fence and then going back down. Not peeking at the top of a mountain type of a thing. So mm-hmm. you could do um, it over the top of a mountain, peek over. You could, if I mean, I don't know who you're peeking at, but um, so, All the so this, the gentleman, <laughs> come on, that's another show. This gentleman is a mega savant, and the movie Rain Man, um, which you've seen with uh, Dustin Hoffman and Thomas Maypother. I've never um, seen it. It's it's good. It, it's a, it's a good movie, actually. I think it holds up after the scene I just watched. So it's cancer or aliens in that one too, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course. Um, yeah. It's a it's it's well, it's either aliens or or some sort of yeah tumor in the brain. I mm. don't know. Uh, Dustin Hoffman won the Academy Award for his portrayal of mega savant Kim Peek. Um, oh, I shouldn't say portrayal. Um, is it's, it? It's based on Kim Peek, but Kim Peek's life is it doesn't follow the same. Well, I'll talk uh, about that movie here in a moment if you want me to. What, Rain Man? I, yeah, because I have information on it. 
Okay. Okay, that's good. So I'll actually I'll let you handle. Rain so you're going to talk about what some of the. I'm going to talk about what what mega savants can do. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Adam did a great job of of defining it actually, but the, the things that they can do is so I picked him because he's sort of not only is he a mega savant, but I think he's sort of the what's the word for someone who's the uh, you know you're a, a prime example of a yeah, savant prime I guess mm -hmm. prime example Real lived simple. in Salt Lake City uh, was born with an abnormally large head um, mm -hmm. had Damn. developmental. <laughs> developmental difficulties from a very early age. So oh, he really? wasn't able to walk. So this is what actually, when Adam was talking about how one side of the brain is um, not as disabled, I guess, for mm -hmm. lack of a better like word. Less perfectly formed. Less developed, yeah. yeah. Less developed. That's and then you said the other side of the brain makes up for it. So that's what I'm thinking is, is the deal here. So he wasn't able to walk until the age of four. And even then he had sort of a, just a weird looking uh, gait, basically. Gait, yeah. Um, yeah. C couldn't button his own shirts. Um, wasn't good with just basic motor skills, the things that we all have by the age of two. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so, so at age four, he can't do the basic things. Um, he uh, was born with an IQ of, believe it or not, 87, um, which is which is crazy oh. when you think about the standard definition of what an IQ is and what an IQ should do. What's right? like what's like the average IQ? 100 is the average IQ. 100. Well, they use it's 100 is average. They say anybody who ever falls below 100 is just. Below mm, average, average. yeah. So okay, and genius is one hundred and forty, I believe. Is that so? That scale so. feels weird to me. What's that? You're a genius if you're only like forty percent better than average. Does that it's make not sense? Not percent though. That's the point. There's points. Yeah, but I yeah, it should go one to one hundred. Everybody knows that. But it's not we could go into the flaws of IQ tests too. Okay. There's a uh, lot of flaws just... with IQ tests. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, yeah, he lived in Utah. Uh, by the age of eighteen, uh, with almost no schooling because he couldn't be put into school because he sort of disrupted the class too much with his developmental mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so he was already working for a payroll company with 160 employees at the age of 18. No experience, no schooling, nothing. It only took him a few hours a week to perform uh, payroll for a company with 160 employees. Wow. And he, so he did, only took him, like I said, only took him a few hours a week, did all the calculations in his head. Um, so, and this is with an IQ of 87, basically. Mm. And do you want to so, know what the IQ ranges are? Actually, yes, put I that did. In the contact, okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> this is a uh, this is a 1916. This is the original IQ and the scale. Mm -hmm. Under 70, definite feeble-mindedness. Okay. <laughs> 70 to 79, borderline deficiency. Uh, 80 to 90, dullness. 90 to 110, normal or average intelligence. So okay. just 10, okay. 10 below and 10 above yeah. 100 is normal. Uh, 110 to 120, it's actually 119, but whatever. Uh, superior intelligence, huh. 120 to 140, very superior intelligence, over 140, genius or near genius. Hmm. Okay, yeah. I don't know if that's believe... still the same system that there is now. Yeah, well, people take those, uh, those IQ tests online. Uh, and well, think okay. They're a genius, obviously so, but yeah. <laughs> but there are real... Um, IQ test though it's not just for sure the, yeah they have to be timed there's they're very specific and they're they're actually it's very specific to where you live too yeah um, I had to I yeah. had to take one in, in elementary school for the yeah the gifted program gifted oh, thing yeah. yeah I missed it by a few points I think if I remember correctly I I and then if fifty is a few yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey it's all how you define a few my friend yeah <laughs> fifty it's a definite <laughs> feeble feeble mindedness yeah. <laughs> This dude just shit himself when we gave him the test. <laughs> <laughs> like, sir, this is going to be time. <laughs> time this. <laughs> Get him out of here. 
Um, right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> anyways, back to uh, Mr. Peak. Yeah, like I said, working for a payroll company at the age of 18, 160 employees, all the calculations in his head, with an IQ of 87. And he eventually went on to uh, tour the country with his dad, as a matter of fact, um, just sort of advocating for the rights of people who are disabled and stuff like that. So, And just doing de- doing demonstrations of what he can do, which I will tell you about right now. These are things that like the rest of us just can't even imagine being able to do. So one of the things he can do, he can read both pages of an open book at once and understand it yes yeah. that's the thing yeah he can like open in an book. instant it's it's pretty quick actually so one of the videos i was watching on him is um so they took an average person and they gave them something to read and then recall afterwards took took that guy i think about 20 minutes not not kim peak i'm sorry they gave Just the, the average man the average person took about 20 minutes to read through what it was then they gave him a quick test afterwards and he recalled about 45 percent of it, it kim was two peak, pages uh, uh, no, it was, it was a lot longer. If it took 20 minutes. You figure it's probably, that's why I was wondering, you said, look at two yeah. pages at the same time, 20 minutes. Is no, no, I, I'm just going, into, I'm just going into more detail into his reading abilities. Got it. Got it. So, so he can read both pages of a book at once, which is probably how he's able to read something a lot quicker. Yeah. Um, so the average person <laughs> obviously can't, yeah, the average person obviously can't do that. So the average person took this particular article or book or whatever it was, read it in about 20 minutes, recalled, I think about 45% of, uh, of the information in there. Kim Peek read this exact same article yeah. about 53 seconds. God damn. 53 seconds recalled about, I think about 97% of it, which is just, that's uh, insane. those numbers are just mind blowing. Um, mm-hmm. He could just provide, his memory is, is, has volumes of information and it just holds it and recalls it and pulls it out quick. It's, huh. it's kind it's kind of nuts uh, when you think about that. It says that the left eye reads the left page and the right eye reads the right one. So it's not like both eyes are doing both. One eye is focused here and one eye is focused here, which looks funny when you're picturing it, to be very honest. But uh, yeah, anyways. But, um, yeah, so, yeah. That's, that's pretty insane. That's, yeah, I mean, he, I mean, less than a minute Yes. Mm-hmm. to read the entire yeah. thing. It took 20 minutes the other guy to read. You yeah, picture like, him with a book. He's just going, he just goes like this. Like yeah. And then he flips the page. It just really? yeah. goes there. Yeah. Have you ever seen the thing? It's, it's like a speed reading helper. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Where Wait, it like puts the words in front of you and speeds them up. It's like, you're now reading a hundred words a minute. Yeah. You're now reading 400 words a minute. Do you know what I'm talking about? Wait, no. Yeah. This, this is the thing? Yes. I want to do this. I, when well, I was I'm a kid. I'm going to show you. I'll, I'll just, uh, is it called Zap Reader? This is going to make Adam even more obnoxious. Oh my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on. Can I read two pages at once? <laughs> well, yeah. let me get some. Let me get some text. How many books uh, I'm going to have read for this podcast next time? I'm going to have a stack. Yeah, God, it's going to be so annoying. <laughs> no, uh, I remember as a kid, I, I when I was really young, I saw in the commercials they used to have commercials for speed reading on TV. They had like a like a program or whatever it was. I think I don't know if it was books or whatever, but I remember seeing these people in chairs, and this one guy could just speed read like crazy, and I was so I wanted it so bad. And uh, really. Yeah, I found like an old book that my grandma had that was about to be reading in her like back room somewhere when I was young. And I was reading that too, and I tried. I started doing that, and it was it was rough. It was like just read as fast as you can and don't even worry about content. Just read as fast as you possibly can, and then it was like skip skip over like the words that your brain skips over. It was all these weird things where I was just like, what am I doing? They were um, tricks. Mm-hmm. Did it work? Uh, I I think I had to stick with that for a long time, but it, parts of it worked. Adam I never... was in remedial classes for the next two years. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. Brr. I got nothing. It's um, it's rumored that I think John F. Kennedy knew how to speed read. Also, the thing that the thing that bugs me about it is like, well, I mean, maybe the, I mean I don't know. I'm, I don't know how to speed read, obviously, so I don't know. But like, 
when I've, whenever I've read a book, like I feel like I'm, I feel like if you're speed reading it, you're not fully enjoying it. Like for the intention that the author meant, especially if it's like a fiction book, you know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, I I could be wrong. Maybe these speed readers are getting more out of it than I am, but I just feel like if you're reading it too fast, you're not fully getting the, the the undertones and the themes and all that stuff that the author meant to put in there. I could be wrong. Yeah. I think it's mostly for like reference books and self-help and like information, like gathering information, information intake. Yep. All right, so I just sent you a thing for Spritz, S-P-R-I-T-Z dot com, Spritz. And just when you get there, there's a thing that looks like a player. Mm-hmm. Press play. You'll notice oh, there's boy. a 250 words per minute. The whole point of it is the slow. The thing that slows you down when reading is moving your eyes. The thing that, yeah. the big, biggest limiting thing. So viewers, so the, just, just to show you how fast reading can be. The idea is to not move your eyes when you so read. You, just, you yeah. look where the red dot is because your brain can read it. Oh, boy. Did you see the thing that I linked you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going to it. And now there's a play button. Press that. You're at 250 words a minute. Yeah, I've seen this Jeez. before. Actually, I have seen this before. Huh. So then there's like a little drop down. Just jump you up to 450 words a minute. I'm going to 700. Let me see if so I. So the can average rise. is 220, and they went a little higher. All right, I'll go to 700. That's the highest. Wow. Oh God, that's fast as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> are you this, saying words? this makes this makes some yeah. good podcasting guys it's uh yeah i, I know, know i know i know we'll 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 cut out some of the bullshit we may this, cut but... this out so it's interesting what it does is it, it just has one letter to focus on right there's one letter that's red mm-hmm. yeah and they want you to focus on that letter in each word and then i assume your brain is just seeing the rest of the letters in the background well right? so here there's a thing that your brain has learned to do because your brain's a pattern system so this is i'm wondering yeah. i'm just kind of trying to dissect what kim peak was able to do I saw a thing that as long as you have the first letter and the last letter, all the other letters in the word can be jumbled up. Just kind that, of, yeah, okay. That yep, plus yeah. context, your brain can still read it. Yep, yep. You always see some like uh, some middle-aged aunt on Facebook putting one of those things up on, uh, you know, with like well, a million things behind it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, like, but it's also yeah. the things where it says, um, like when you're, re- when you're proofreading, you can't read articles. Uh, not article like the document type, like articles like of the, mm-hmm. uh, right? You don't, your brain drops them. Mm-hmm. So it's, unless it's, relevant like sometimes uh means one the letter a means one yeah uh hot dog right not instead of if so you read it then but like uh it's very hard to proofread stuff when it has like of of if you miss if you type of twice mm-hmm. or the the oh yeah just completely doesn't see them if there's grammatical errors yeah but it's it's not a typo it's like literally the words your brain don't doesn't read twice it, you'll never notice it or you might eventually notice it but my god i could read so fast if i had this like on my book I think there's things you can do. I saw one where you can cut and paste text. I bet there's book. Yeah, yeah. I've That's considered. nuts. It's pretty cool, right? Yeah. I, I like, like that your brain on, I like for, as an example, your brain on like you went to hot dogs, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just gave my son hot dogs for dinner yesterday. <laughs> uh, or not beautiful. dogs or whatever. Not uh, dogs. Oh. Yeah, it's like a vegetarian. Meat, vegetarian one? Yeah. Uh, shall I continue? Yes, you go. Please do. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. So that's basically that that's his skill there is he can read both pages of a book at once. He gets and he can recall more of it than you can, basically, pretty much double what you can. And um yeah, that's uh that's part of his skills, which I don't like I said, I feel like he's not enjoying a book as much as I am, but who knows? Maybe he's it doesn't you know, I don't know what's going on in his head and his heart. So mm-hmm. um <laughs> so <laughs> All right, all right. Um, he can provide instant dri- instant driving directions between any two cities in the world. Okay. So he has the entire United London, New York City. <laughs> Come on, Adam, please. He's like, take a boat. 
<laughs> um, so he's so good. So, <laughs> Damn, he's good. God, he just goes plain. <laughs> oh. every, every time it's plain. <laughs> God's a goddamn genius. Not a genius. He's a survivor. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing. Boat. That doesn't always work, Kim. <laughs> does he have? Does he have an odd uh, way to talk? I don't think I've ever seen because uh, I know yeah, Dustin Hoffman's character does. He says bit, yeah. definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a little, it's a little, it's 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 out of the ordinary. Um, he's sort of, I think, after a few years, I think after a while, he sort of knows how to because he, like I said, he went touring around the country with his dad. Yeah. Um, so he was doing presentations in front of groups of people. So after a while, he sort of knows how to be a little more social. But for the most part, I think what you find is, um, like any autistic person, there are social deficiencies. Okay, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's not. Yeah. In one of the videos I watched, it's a quick little six minute video. And they said, uh, here he is. Uh, here's, here's Kim peak, uh, charming some of the local college girls. I'm like, well, he's not charming. No, I mean, he's yeah. just showing off his mental abilities. <laughs> you know you what I mean? Like on uh, Kim peak, John, let's, I, I'm just right. saying part of the autistic and mental disability yeah. thing is that he's yeah. not social. Deficiencies. He's, his brain is not focused on getting laid. You know what I mean? He is just yeah. like, he can, he can give two shits about that. But it's if all that about... was your power though. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a sexy um, savant, yeah. uh, sexy, <laughs> sexy mega savant. This one sexy savant. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, keep going yeah. with the abilities because uh, I want to so, hear what Adam yeah. has to say about some stuff. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. Instant driving directions. Like I said, he he has the entire highway system of the United States in his head, which wow. is it's crazy to me because the highway system's only been around for I think fifty years or so. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, so he can figure out what day anyone's birthday was on. So you give him you give him the yeah. date. Well, actually, not just the date, the day. So you give him your birthday. He could say Tuesday, Wednesday. He can tell you, you know, you tell him the date in the future and what the year is. He can tell you what day it's going to be on. So he has oh, interesting. Now he has calendars in his head, like Julian calendars, going years back and going years forward. He just and his brain is doing like super math to just figure out. Okay, Christmas Day falls on Wednesday in 1642. Mm -hmm. um, he can Wednesday. go back. Bar, yeah, which is based on Odin. <laughs> um, I mean, he can tell you. <laughs> he can tell you, some people. He can tell you, like in a second, that like Isaac Newton was born on a Sunday or something like that. You know what I mean? Like you just was kind he? of, you know, well, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. December 20th. Now I can do that. <laughs> well, what I meant to say was, if you tell him Isaac Newton's birthday, which is December twenty fifth. Sunday. 1600 somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now <laughs> the, the thing is in Isaac Newton's time, there were two competing calendars in use. So that's why it's such an awesome skill. But anyways, <laughs> it's an awesome skill anyways, despite Justin's uh, mm -hmm. cynicism and sure. whatever. But now we all know Isaac Newton was born on a Sunday. So shut up. Sure. Basically um, as smart as Kim Peek. <laughs> um, in that one sm very, very narrow slice of the subject matter. <laughs> These are very, very specific skills we're getting into here, and, and they're, they're sort of uh, just—they're sort of just a testament to what he can do overall. Okay. Um, he can recite any Shakespeare play verbatim. Wow. So you give him, tell him any of Shakespeare's plays, he just goes through the whole script. That's crazy. Um, yeah, with his high-speed reading skills, of course, which is kind of crazy. High-speed talking skills. I want to say no. How are his That's, acting uh... skills? How are his what? That's, how are his acting skills? Acting. Yeah, like he's just reading it. But what about the emotion, John? Talk to me about the passion. <laughs> I'm guessing he has. I'm guessing it's a very passionless reading of Shakespeare, which is just at 700 not words a minute. Yeah, I think he's, <laughs> I think he had 
I, I saw one stat where I think he had like read like over twelve thousand books. That maybe maybe even too small for what ended up being. Adam's like chump change. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like I'll take this motherfucker down. I think he can, rec- I think he can recall like anything. I think he's from Kim peaked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was actually a, a point when he went to a Shakespeare play and he like stood up mid performance to like correct them that they missed a line type of a thing. <laughs> oh, it's like, really? Shit. Yeah, yeah. That's one of those things where it's like you know that's that's part of the developmental yeah, thing. That's like, rude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's rude. Yeah, basically. So just mm-hmm. shut up and watch the thing. The um yeah there's a there's a, a in the a video I watched on him um he he plays piano as well I'm just kind of this is a, mm-hmm. a side side note but for all the piano pieces you just tell him play this piece he's like like immediately he's got it. he didn't have to like sit and think put the sheet music in front of him he just got it like that's that crazy. really yeah because he's got like every single it's note instant memorized recall. that's that's instant, instant recall yeah. yeah that's 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 the kind of thing that's just like that's crazy I figure you I think you'd want to like study how a brain works to this a brain like his works to cure things like alzheimer's or something you know what i mean i mean they they haven't been studying some stuff with devon's i mean they've been trying to but it's it's very hard to to pin it down but i was reading uh, in the same article i read before or whatever where when the left side of the brain doesn't develop as much and the right side has to compensate the brain like the way that the brain works there's like very narrow spaces in the brain where like very deep you can get into it and uh they're not very good with all the other stuff like that's why they're that's why they can't like remember like the stuff that Do we you can mean remember. Physically narrow? Um, no, not physically. Like logically, like the right side of the brain when it has to compensate, they're very good at like narrowly focusing in on a very specific thing and recalling that piece of information. But the breadth of their brain, what they can remember, right. is not is not as big as ours because we have a big smattering of stuff we know. Like we know a bunch of useless crap, right? Yeah, I think all the yeah. stuff I know is useless. Right? Yeah, I do, <laughs> I do too. But they have well, second that. They just like the couple Ooh. things that they're really good at. That's all they really like, store really well, and they can just instantly recall it. It's like flash memory. Really? Yeah. And yeah. Like, well, I mean, what's the way? It's the way the way John's talking about it. He can instantly recall the entire Shakespeare thing. Instantly yeah. recall yeah. a. Where I'm just, like breakfast, breakfast. What do I have for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I hope it has butter on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you, oh my buttery voice. <laughs> the smooth buttery voice. Um, you got more skills. So the last skill I have here for him um, is uh, is uh, counting cards. Um, so in Rain Man, if you guys have ever seen it, there is a scene where he counts cards and they're kicked out of a um, a Vegas casino. Oh, um, yeah. So he goes he goes and plays blackjack. And you know, if you're good at counting cards, basically you can probably win more hands than anybody else. Uh, first thing he did was read a book on card counting, which probably took him, you know. Uh, 30 seconds or so mm-hmm. and after doing it er, immediately had all the mental faculties to perform the feat of card counting but Just keeping track right what's inter mm-hmm. well yeah it's, essentially yeah but it's harder than you think the interesting thing is um you think you know well if he has no if the other side of his brain isn't necessarily um as fully developed as the one that does the card counting um does he have a moral compass question is or the answer is yes um they actually are pretty good with knowing right from wrong so you know while card counting isn't technically illegal, he still views it as sort of a, he views it as unethical. It's unethical. Yeah. Yeah. So he, you know, in in the movie Rain Man, they bring him in there. He counts cards. He helps his brother win a bunch of money. Is Tom Um, Cruise his brother in that? Yeah. Tom Cruise is his brother. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I have no, I have no idea. I mean, I know that he plays a savant and that's, I thought Tom Cruise was taking advantage of him the whole time. Well, I'll I'll tell you. He he, he does take advantage of him. Okay. Are you, oh, what were you saying, Adam? I'm sorry. I'll tell you in a minute. I have some uh, some stuff about the movie in a second. Yeah, let me yeah. just um, yeah, yeah. Like like I said, counting cards that that was his big thing. 
Um, the screenwriter actually for the movie Rain Man brought him to a casino and he he refused. He said it would be unethical. He just did not want to do it. So Mr. Kim Peek uh, passed away uh, 2009. Hmm. Um, 10 years ago. Of a heart attack, yeah. So relatively, relatively recently. So, <laughs> he actually one of his most prized possessions uh, was the uh, the Golden Oscar statue that was given to him by the screenwriter. Actually, so oh, the screenwriter right. won oh, his, cool. his award and gave it to him. So, yeah, happy ending for the most part. Well, not that happy. He's passed away, but still, yeah, everybody dies. It that that is true. Even the mega savants. So crazy skills. I mean, that is just um, yeah. He's got so many. Like a lot that's of them have boy. one. A lot of them have one. He's got like a bunch. That's I, why I just hit on. One. I just hit on five, and they were very yeah. specific. I'm sure you could probably find more that he could do. There are yeah. five big ones though, and I think he hits almost all of them. How do you know? So you're going to talk more about the movie Rain Man, Adam? Uh, there like, other stuff the, the influence behind that is, but oh, I did. Yeah, the, okay. I did some other background research on that too. But there are those. Those are the five big things. Um, what did you say? Uh, like math, doing quick math, uh, doing calendar. Uh, stuff having like yep. instantly recallable like uh, memory, I believe it is. Uh, fast reading, and what was the last one? Uh, it, well, uh, counting cards, uh, reading both pages of an open book, yeah. instant driving directions. Yeah, that's just that's like recall again too. There was one other thing. Yeah. I think. Oh, it's music, music. Oh, music. Yes, yes, yes. Actually, I didn't touch on the music as much as much as I wanted to. So yeah. if you want to music snag savant. that, yeah, yeah. Briefly, the one that I that I didn't do uh, much research on, or I did, but I sort of swapped it up at the last minute, but. That uh, uh, was his name, Lemke. Um, I think it was one that I sent the video a little while back. And he was a music savant where he grew up and like didn't speak um, and had some de- de- developmental issues. And he all of a sudden, just like when he was teens, just began playing the piano like perfectly from what he heard. And he could do that instantly. And then he could sing really well. Like he didn't talk, but he could sing and then play piano like all of a sudden. And it was just like mind blowing. Like that, that was his like he was still a savant. But he just had music. Like, that was the only thing. So Kim Peek has so many of those things combined, which is, like, really amazing. Yeah. yeah. He definitely uh, falls under definitely, mega savant definitely, category. Definitely, 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 yeah. Mega, mega, mega. Yeah. So. Did he talk like that? Did he talk like Dustin Hoffman's character? He, he talks a little off. Yeah. But it's, not, it's, but not it like that, definitely, definitely. No, no, no. Like no, no, no. Nah. You can tell there's something mm. there's something wrong with him. Yeah. Yeah, but it's... it's I, so I'll talk about that real quick, actually. So... I'm gonna jump into this. Thank you, John, for that. This is more Surely. about more about the 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 movie and what they took from real life into the movie. So, as you said, the screenwriter Moro, I forget mm-hmm. his first name right here, but Moro took he took inspiration Barry. from the movie. I think it's Tom. It's, ba- it's Barry. <laughs> no, don't oh. don't um... Tom Tom Mero. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, Barry. Uh, yeah, it's Barry. He seems Barry Barry. He's Barry no. Moro. <laughs> oh. Um, he. He took inspiration from his own life in order to write it because he Barry Morrow, the writer, once kidnapped a man with learning disabilities, which initially sounded real bad to me. But wait, what? <laughs> but he kidnapped him to prevent him from being sent back to an institution. Oh, so it was like to save him. Oh, that's During what the kidnapped him, molested him. That's <laughs> no. only yeah. Yeah. to save it, him it from being a... killed. It took a turn. It took a turn. But yeah, cut, so off, wait. cut off one of his feet. That's what... <laughs> but only because it was caught in a bear trap. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Tom Morrow, why? He, he, he cut out. He cut out. <laughs> he cut out the savant's nose, but it was the spider's face, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> the spider face. <laughs> like a heart attack article. Uh, so Barry Man- Barry Morrow, uh, I guess the, the guy that he that he kidnapped, the guy with disability, his name is Bill Sactor. And in 1984, and Sactor, uh, barely Bill, know her. Bill, Bill Sactor. <laughs> 
he made another Emmy award-winning TV show called Bill that had to do with uh with with savantism or with a um a person who had learning disabilities that won a bunch of awards back in the day and then a couple years later he made this movie Sunday. <laughs> on a Sunday yeah <laughs> yep. that's the that's the plot of Rain Man his brother steals him from the that's where he got the, the idea, yeah, the idea. okay got it okay all right so in the movie it, uh the brother <laughs> the brother uh, <laughs> just wait a minute that's the plot of Rain Man not a savant <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, damn it. We're a bunch of dumbos. Adam's the smartest one. Go on. No, Adam. I don't think so. Agreed. Uh, not in this one. Um, so they, they <laughs> Kim Peek and uh, the Megasavant Kim Peek, which is one of the big inspirations. There were a couple inspirations for the movie uh, for Rain Man, though. Uh, obviously, he knew when he met the, the director, met uh, director Morrow, met Kim Peek. Kim Peek knew all the credits to all of his movies that he ever worked on. And all the oh, sports geez. questions and stuff like that too. So like, he knew all of his films and stuff prior to him writing this big one. So he was like, "This is pretty impressive." Like, and he wanted to get more insight into how to make the movies. Dustin Hoffman uh, during this time was asked to do the initial role of uh, what Tom Cruise ended up playing, which is the younger brother. I don't know if they were supposed to be younger or older at the time, but he wanted Just the brother. The brother, um, which Tom Cruise ended up doing. He's twenty-five, and Dustin Hoffman was fifty, and is ended Tom up doing. Tom Cruise going to be the guy with the thing with the savantism. No, Dustin, Hoff, Dustin Hoffman is. Yes, but was it the other? Was it the oh, first, oh, or was it going to be a different person? No, he was supposed to. Uh, I don't know if Tom Cruise was asked initially. I know Dustin Hoffman was asked first to play the the quote unquote normal brother, like the younger one who was looking for the money. But then he was like, "No, I don't want to do that. I want to do the other one," and it ended up working really well. So yeah. hmm. during that time, during the research, he watched hours of, of tapes and movies of savants with that uh, were autistic and had other disabilities. He studied specific like, manuscripts and papers and did a bunch of research at that time. And one of the people that he researched was Kim Peek. And he talked to him. And I guess there was a time, too, where like he, not just talking to him, but he tried to like be him. You know, like this kind of method acting type of thing. But yeah, pretend to be, act like him. Right? Yeah. So he like talked with him and like he just would embody all the movements. But he said it felt like wrong, like it felt weird to him. So he's what he ended up doing was in the end, he took he took his own take on it and he also incorporated many more autistic quirks to it as well to make it a like a unique like his character he it's wasn't character necessarily versus a person exactly he was trying yeah, to make that's... he was trying to become like not just kim peak he was trying to become like his version of what he, he said what he would be like if he had savantism and autism yeah. so they could make that movie today yeah, that was one of the questions. That was one of the questions I was going to have. Like, I don't, I don't know, because I think they, they, I have to watch it again. But I think it's, it holds up decently well, as John was saying. Like, I don't think it's perfect, but I think because of the fact that you, you don't try to mi like mock or mimic somebody, you're trying to, to like make it off of a creation of yourself or what you'd be like. That that's more acceptable than like I'm going to do something based on Kim Peek and try to be like Kim Peek, and then it's yeah. like, well, that's weird because. It just seems like you're mocking. It just seems like you're mocking. Yeah, right, right, do, right. Do, yes, do, you think the, do you think the PC crowd would not appreciate somebody? That's what I mean. Somebody, somebody be like, like hey, you're not doing it right. You're not doing true to the. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could see that being, which wasn't, I mean, that, that probably happened then too. Yeah, which I think is why he did so much investigation. Like he, 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 besides him, he talked to another guy named Joseph Sullivan, who was uh, an autistic savant. And he, he tried to, he tried to write down and not imitate them, but use like their specifics. And like use what they did and just put that directly into the movie. 
like the very specific ticks or the very specific reactions that they had to certain yeah, events happening. Just like the mannerisms, he tried to just like replicate those perfectly because he didn't want to like you know mock it. Like he wasn't like he was like this is what I think they would do. It's like this is what they've done, yeah. and I'm just kind of documenting that, and doing that myself. Just as an example, right. like there's a lot of rocking like this when they're anxious yep. type of a thing. There's a lot of rocking, mm-hmm. a lot of repeating, a lot of. I think uh, one of the things Dustin Hoffman does in the, well, the quick scene I just watched just for kicks and giggles. Um, he uh, his brother gets mad at him and grabs him by the neck and to tell him to stop. So he's like, uh-oh, uh-oh. And he has to like, he pulls out his like notebook and he like marks down the date and the time. And he's like, uh, brother uh, pulled and squeezed and hurt my neck. And he just like marks it down for no reason. Like he, he documents <laughs> it. Just he documents these things just for no reason type of a thing. That's a, right. Why would he need to write it down if he's got super memory? Ooh. He's like, it's a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't write dates on any of the top of the journal entries. That's like all he can do is just remember the dates. <laughs> he just remembers. The- <laughs> yeah. oh, he, I guess he also saw like specifics too, like eating cheese balls with a toothpick was one of yeah. one of these guys yeah. would do. And he did that in the movie. Like oh, yeah. how he did tantrums when the smoke alarm goes off was patterned after the real life event of Joseph. Uh, one of the guys he looked, he, the savants, his, his reaction to like a fire in a wastebasket was the same reaction. He wanted to re- replicate it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was interesting how much like research he did on it. and he gave all the credit to the people that at, after the movie was successful to the people that he studied because he was like these are the real people that are like the real interesting people out there we're just like doing a movie which is going to go by but these people are like amazing people and you should respect them and they're like just uh, amazing people to work with and and to see yeah it, it, some of that's is interesting um, it, one of the things too is one of the third sets because there's three people that were that were looked at to make the Rain Man uh, movie was an autistic savant who had a brother and the brother was an athlete, a very popular athlete at the time. So during the writer's strike of 1988, which is when this movie came out, there was a big writer's strike in Hollywood. And so about a bunch of the dialogue they couldn't get from the writers. Hoffman said about 90% of his dialogue came from the Princeton football star, Kevin Guthrie and his autistic brother, Peter, from whom he draw many of Raymond's mannerisms. I guess Kevin also made a video of his brother's bedroom for Hoffman, which contains dialogue instantly recognizable from the scene when when Charlie invades Raymond's room at Walbrook. So about 90% of the stuff, the dialogue just came from real conversation between a, the Kevin Guthrie, the football star, and his autistic brother in this movie. Uh, they okay. just like copy, they just took it. I guess with their rights and you know but it was like very very realistic for what they did at the time so i feel like this this movie for what they did for it like it's the best they could really do without feeling mimicky or i don't know people sometimes give this movie a bad rep i think because of what it does really? and what it brings to the front yeah because like whenever you play autism when you're no, and you're not autistic people say well, why don't you just have an autistic person do it or maybe are you doing it too too crazy or you know is it is it mocking or whatever and I don't know. There's a fine line. You do there, have to tread lightly with some stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what? Do, what do you guys think? Like, so, what do you guys think about that? What do you guys think about the ability to portray people as accurately as possible on I mean, screen? Okay, so Dustin Hoffman, even then, was a world famous actor. Yes. yes. So, like, in this scenario, like, I, I agree. Like, they made a, they made a movie called The Gods of Egypt or something like that with a bunch of white people, mm-hmm. like, in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Right. They like they just they I think Aladdin right now is live action. Aladdin mm-hmm. is in theaters. Had they used a white guy in the main role or any of the roles, white people, you'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like it takes place in the Middle East. What are you doing? Right. Even though it's fake Middle East, but still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but you have but Robin Williams plays the genie in the first one and he kills it. But it's just his voice. Well, true, yeah, but he's but a white guy, so I mean, and the, but the genie, the genie doesn't have to be Middle Eastern; it's just a genie, so it's right, a, it's a magic entity. creature. I mean, mm-hmm. it's Will Smith in this one. Yeah, All right. I guess right. that's fair. But, yeah. a, but so Aladdin that's, is a white guy. 
Right. But so that um, the I mean, I think the voice actor is a white guy. Uh, yes. In the in the cartoon. Yeah, in the cartoon it is. Yeah, it's a white guy. But the 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 person is doing a performance. Mm-hmm. Dustin Hoffman is doing a performance of it. Sure. Mm-hmm. And there's merit to having a an actual autistic person do the role. Yeah. But there's I feel like there's just enough also enough merit to see how much how accurately and can, compellingly Dustin Hoffman can recreate that. Be very honest. I think it's more difficult to make a movie with a, a, a legit autistic person. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah, right, I because mean, they have all sorts of disabilities. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, it I, it's not it's not meant to be an insult. It's just you have you're trying to make a movie at a certain time frame. But it might be budget. worth it. It might be worth it to be authentic. Uh-huh. All I'm saying is there's yeah. there's I think there's I already used the word compelling. I've been using it too much lately. But there's a compelling reason to use an actual autistic person and a compelling reason to use a really yeah a good, talented a great actor, actor. yeah. One of the thoughts I had is uh, if you don't like getting cheese dust on your fingers, it's kind of low-key brilliant to use a toothpick to eat cheese balls if you're going to eat cheese balls. True. Yeah. Smart. You're, you're, it's true. There's no mess afterwards. You still get orange lips, though. Eh, I, no. If you're, a, if you're a monster, you get orange lips. You just get a, <laughs> the, to, the toothpick just lets you slide it with your teeth right off the toothpick. So there's nothing mm-hmm. on your lips. On your teeth? The only, the only, you chew it, the, and then it's on your tongue, well, and then you do that, like, let's <laughs> I don't, the golf ball I don't know how you eat, but, <laughs> no. like, listen, the only real downside that you can't avoid is it gets stuck in your teeth because it's so processed, right? But yeah, you're it still, just condenses down. But your, your hands, clean, clean. Yeah, True. okay. It's a great choice. Yeah. However, I will say the, the interesting thing from um, just backpedaling a little bit, the interesting thing about doing this is that it's a lot of people don't think, as you said, they think that the, a an autistic person or a savant should play the role, mm. um, which is probably harder to direct, like you said, but at the same time might be more accurate. It's the same kind of thing where they're like, why do these pr- beautiful actors and actresses play these ugly people when they can just have like uglier people play them? Like normal people play these these parts when they have like Charlize Theron playing like a person who's like down makeup to, to look like a normal person or yeah. whatever. It's like talking about well, monster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. Like that was a big thing in monster or, or there's other scenarios where there's like, why do they have all these pretty people? that's like downplaying and getting fat. Because there's they're plenty of famous because they're great actors, though. That's that's what yeah. I say too. But people like but dude, don't like want to okay. Yeah. There's uh, uh, John C. Riley is an odd looking dude. Sure, yeah. he gets roles. Yeah, but he's Steve, also a dude. Steve Buscemi is a he's, he's a what? Dude. He's also a guy. Mm. There's a there's a bigger rate there's a bigger range for what what will uh, go into Hollywood if you're a man. I agree. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yes. So if you're if you're a woman and like there's very there's very few. Like non right, there's Melissa McCarthy and uh, Rebel Wilson are like not the typical build. Yeah, of a, I think in the, right, I think in the, in, in the looks department, stuff. men have more leeway. Oh, for sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. for sure. Yes. But it's it's the same thing. It's like, well, why don't you just make a normal person in this role instead of like making a really beautiful Hollywood actress like downgrade herself in like looks to be in this role? And it's like I see the argument, but at the same time, it's like they're good actresses. Or yeah, dude, they're good actors. She killed. Too, she won but, the award for that movie. If I remember. Correctly. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I think in this case, if and you they didn't do... like, they didn't put prosthetics on her, right? They just did her makeup to look. I think so. She I put, think she gained weight. She put on some weight. Yeah. 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 But people, I mean, I don't know. It's like, uh, I just, there's something to be said about people that are good actors and that's the, mm-hmm. end. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of how I felt too. But this one is a little bit different because it also treads on like ground that could be, um, Insulting. but if a, if a key Insulting, part of yeah. the, uh, you can't pretend to be Egyptian. Or Middle East. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> like sure. you can, you, you can, because yeah. that's all acting is, is pretending. Yeah. You can't play the part of, yeah. I mean, I guess you could, right? But I guess we've decided don't, blackface and that type of thing don't, is don't, don't do, do it. Yeah. Don't do that. Didn't they have, don't yeah, do I guess there's a, uh, I think uh, John Wayne played um, in one of his movies, uh, Genghis Khan. <laughs> 
Look up John Wayne's rules. Did you say Jengus? I think it is actually Jengus. You can correct. You can like the thing where you pull the pieces of wood out and yeah. not, no knock over yeah, the tower. <laughs> Uh, but I think John Wade, John Wade played Genghis Khan in a movie, and that's got to be like, listen, I think you can draw the line but, there, right? Like, that's, but that's yeah, but that was seventy years ago. <laughs> but if you think about it, right now, like it's only been relatively recently that things like blackface and things oh, that have yes. become so yeah. bad yeah. that you can't do it, right? It's only been so relatively recently. So, what's to say in the next 10, 20 years that you can't play anything that you're exactly not like, like this case? This could be. I'm, People could look back in 10 years at this movie and be like, what the hell is going on here? Right, yeah. Dustin Hoffman melt his Oscar down. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen these, um, they keep calling them deep fakes videos where it's uh, using like 3D uh, technology to map another mm-hmm. celebrity's face over. Like there's a, there's a video going around with Bill Hader, who's like famous for doing really good impressions. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to, I want to say Conan or somebody. And he's talking about a story. I think it's Conan. And he's talking about a story on set because before he was in, on SNL, he was like a um, a grip or something. He was like an assistant, a PA on movie sets. Mm-hmm. Bill Hader was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was there making something with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Schwarzenegger was like, uh, basically, so he's, he's re- Bill Hader's retelling a story from the set and he's do he can do Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice. And every time he does the voice, his face on screen, they've digitally done it in a computer yeah. where it looks and it's moving exactly like it looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger's mm-hmm. face trans like just morphs and it's almost yeah. you don't notice and you're just like, well, that's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And they'll be, I mean, they'll be able to take still photos and make you look. So like eventually they're just, it's not even going to be real. It'll be any actor with any actor's face on it. Is this the same yeah. thing where they, they, they took Jennifer, Lo- Jennifer Lawrence's um, Oscar acceptance speech or post Oscars acceptance speech and they put Steve Buscemi's face on her and it looks creepy as hell. Is that the, is that yeah. the thing? Okay. That's the same kind of technology. It yeah. is nuts. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that you see what they're doing, but like that's, they're talking about low tech options to do that yeah. versus like movie studios making Samuel L. Jackson look, you know, younger. Yeah. 20 years ago. Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. 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 Captain Marvel. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Anyways, what are we talking about? Oh yeah. Not, could they make that movie today? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. What yeah. I, 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 I think they could. <laughs> I, I think they could. I think, I think today they would do the same thing. I think they would get an actor to play an autistic role, a person who's not autistic to play an autistic yeah. role. I, I think there's, I don't see anything wrong with it, to be honest. I mean, I, I think actors now would be more sensitive to uh, not overdoing sh- it or under. Sure. It. Sure. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, yeah, yeah there's it, it a fine line you have to walk there. Mm-hmm. Right. What yeah. else you got about that movie? Cause that's sure. pretty fascinating. I thought, I really thought it was just based on that guy. I didn't realize they were like taking an amalgamation of mm-hmm. all these different. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's from a handful of them uh, that he pulled together. Cause you wanted to make it like a, an amalgam, as you said, like an amalgamation of characters where it wasn't just one person he was quote unquote mimicking or anything like that. He wanted right. to be yeah. like, what would I be like with all these He's things? Representative of all these things. Yes. That's what he yeah. wanted to do. So much. That's why it's like not a one-to-one, uh, but that's, that's mostly, I think the, the movie, the way that they did it was interesting and the respect they paid to it was great. And I was, I'm glad, I was glad to see that that's what they did because i didn't want to like have it be like oh i don't want to talk about this movie because they did all this weird stuff that gross now you know yeah interesting oh yeah what do we got here just on all right so the thank f- you adam right so yeah of thanks course. adam that was good uh well so what i'm doing is i there's a quote or at least a saying that you've both heard mm-hmm. right you heard this there's a fine line between genius and insanity yeah yeah, yeah i have yeah yeah, yeah. And so do you, you know what that means, right? I mean, there's plenty of geniuses that are a little crazy. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. They're they're operating. I saw there was a thing I read, or a thing I quote, and that, or, and it was like uh, some people are have the pedal to the metal, and some people don't know when to stop and are pushing it all the way through the floor. <gasps> I know what this game's gonna be. Yeah, you do. <laughs> 
Name All right. That. So genius or crazy? So what I'm, pretty much. Yes. <clears throat> right. So I'm going to tell you some traits of savants or insane people. Okay. Yes. Or neither. Ooh. Okay. There's a third option. And you're going to have to tell me if it's what it is. Okay. Right. Okay. Some of them I think you're going to get. And so you guys listed some of the um, the characteristics of savants, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but there's some you did not. Okay. So I want to. I'm going to. I'm going to. So once again, them. it's either savant or. What? What are the options? Savant, crazy, or neither. Okay. Or insanity is what I have, but it's not Savant, insanity. Insanity is not a real term. I don't. Insanity actually doesn't mean anything. Really? They call it psycho. Yeah. Ins- I mean, it's a legal term now. Psychosis. Psychosis is oh, what it is. All right. Okay. All right. Just talked um, in the can like an idiot. Look <laughs> 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 at your first podcast. Get your head out of your ass. Okay. Lightning calculation. Okay. Um, so that's. Uh, savantism is that's being able to calculate things really quick in your head mm-hmm. lightning calculation it's either savantism yeah. crazy or neither i guess yeah, i mean none i'm gonna i'm going savantism bing 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 you both get it right yeah that was a softball question yeah. you get it putting right. a big mark on my door keep your own yeah <laughs> cart cut another slice in your leg um <laughs> <laughs> Pulls off another fingernail. That's a terrible way to keep count. <laughs> Jesus right Christ. I'm right here, Adam. winning. <laughs> he, he reads another book. <laughs> One, 700 words a minute. Okay. Right here, Adam. Uh, won. John, who cares? Okay, let's go. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> John, who cares? Super taster. <laughs> do you know what that? Do you know what that is? It sounds like um, you made out. <laughs> Sounds like kind I'll of like, tell you what it is if you're not sure. Is it like what sommeliers kind of are, where they're like really, really good at identifying ingredients in a, ta- in a food or a thing? Exactly. They can eat an entire dish and tell you every ingredient in it. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Now like you- they can eat, like there's a thing like uh, you could drink milk that was from a cow where they had sprayed pesticide yeah, on the grass. Yeah. 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 And they can taste the pesticide in the milk. Ooh. So savant, crazy, psychosis, or psychotic, or you whatever. Say, I mean, you're not supposed to say crazy, but you can say crazy. Savant, insane, or none? I'm going none because I'm going to say that that's just sort of um, you were born with a tongue with more taste buds on it. So I'm saying none. So let me, before you answer, mm. so insane is there's a whole list of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, none or other is really what it is. And savant, they have a lot of like very heightened um, mm-hmm. abilities to it's not to compensate their deficiencies, but yeah, that yeah. does seem how it's like it's a balance that just goes like mm-hmm. one, one goes up, all the others go down. I'm still going neither. It's neither. Yeah. What's it called again? What's the term? Uh, commonly, it's called super taster. You fat fuck. <laughs> super taster. <laughs> I mean, it sounds real. Like it sounds real-ish. I don't know if I could taste pesticides in milk, but I'll bet you can. Anthrax. I'll bet you can. But you said neither. I said neither because well, or I could say other maybe really because other, other yeah yeah other okay then other well yeah th- either way that's that's where I'm going I don't think it's a, it's not either of those two things yeah I don't think it's a product of savantism or such like yeah I'll say, I'll say I'll say other two I'll say other two <clears throat> it is other it's a real thing <laughs> okay good yeah 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 it, so it, people yeah. they they have like um, super tasters are people that uh, they'll taste and see if it's going to taste chemically they can you know you ever heard of the people that eat um, cilantro and it tastes like bleach to them it tastes Ooh. like soap to me. So, oh, so it's you. Have you ever heard of? Have you ever heard of you, Adam? I have, yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, One of these days, we're going to be playing this game, and like somebody's going to get the right answer, but it's going to be like a very depressing thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a 
did, did Hitler kill six million Jews, ten million Jews, or four million Jews? I'm like six million. You got it right. Yeah. And like, whoa, 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 back up. Stop celebrating, John. Stop dancing. We don't, we don't root that. Yeah. All right. What's the um, score, Adam? Uh, me, Adam, two. John, still. Who cares? Nah, figured it. Out. <laughs> so it's close. <laughs> All right. Allocheria. It is a condition. Allocheria. I can tell you what it is. Okay. So Wait, you were talking. Allocheria. Let's guess. I oh. think it is. Hello, cheerio. It's like a. Yeah. It's a British. <laughs> it's a Britishism. It's a Brit- It's when you speak British yes. all the time. Nail. You're very close. Can you spell it? Yeah. A l l o c h i r i a. Allocheria. God damn it. Allocheria. I can't. I'll even- put it in the chat just so you can read it. I can't. Don't Google it, I, I can't even like. I can't even use like my word logic to, to yeah, figure well, that yeah, out. Can. <laughs> sure. um, okay. Right. Um, Pick an answer though. You're stalling for time. No, well, go ahead and explain it. I'm, I'm really not sure. I have no clue. Okay. Okay. So we, well, oh yeah. So you have to be before you can guess. Mm. Okay. So it's, you experience stimulus from one side of the body on the other. So if somebody parks, pokes you in your right arm, you experience the sensation like it's on your left. What? Um, okay. Okay. Um, okay. I'll go, I'll go, uh, I'll go other. I feel like it's not savantism because savantism is more of a heightened mental capacity when I think, so this is more like a condition. So could fall under psychosis. It could be like your brain is so crazy that you're, like you're wires twisted. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I'm going to, I've gone, I've gone, uh, option C on the other two. So I'm going to go with psychosis on this one actually. Oh, very good. Uh, it's other. <laughs> Put the fingernail back on, Johnny. <laughs> All right. Um, Super glue. Trouble relating to other people. Uh, like like empathy or just in general? That's the, that's the end and beginning of my definition. Oh. Trouble relating to other people? Yes. Millennials got them. <laughs> um, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with savantism because savantism in autism in autism they basically are it's typically you have issues um, being social yeah yeah I'm gonna do savantism as well yeah. uh, it's insanity what what it <sighs> might be I mean it might be part of that might be a symptom of autism but autism is not savantism when we say insanity yeah. are we talking a psychopath these are typical. Uh, symptoms. If I if it if it ends up being sub- insanity, it's typical symptoms of people with psychoses. Typical right. things they exhibit. All right. All right. Yeah. Fine. I'm still leading. <laughs> um, okay. Tonal memory. Uh, being able to remember certain sounds or uh, exact sounds. Mm-hmm. Exact sounds. I think uh, we pretty much uh, I talked about it earlier. So I want to say savantism. Yeah, I am too. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's also other. I didn't get it from that, but it is that. It is that. Yeah, because they have music. They have musical ability, and so yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, then this one will get you good. Uh, absolute pitch. Oh, like perfect pitch. Or sometimes, sometimes it's called. It's te- it's really called absolute pitch. But yeah, you That's probably it? know it as perfect pitch. Oh man. I don't. Adam, I... why don't you start us off, buddy? Yeah. Savant. Hmm. Uh, I I don't want to I don't want to say it's crazy because <laughs> I know somebody with perfect <laughs> pitch. Uh. But no, no, you don't. Well, maybe I don't then. Okay. Um, cause you know who I'm thinking of, I guess, apparently. So, 
Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. So your sister? No, she doesn't have perfect pitch. Um, I'm gonna. I, know, I just want to make sure we all. No, it's not her. <laughs> <laughs> She's not listening to this. What does it matter? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go other on that. I'm gonna go other. Oh. Yeah, Adam. What did you say? It's other. Mm. What? And John Weary <laughs> makes a comeback. Yeah. All right. I got another one. Still um, who cares? Still reduced cares. ability to concentrate. Ooh, it's a tough one. Ooh, that's really tough. Because even normal people have reduced ability to concentrate sometimes. But this is a noted characteristic of, of this group. Okay. So it's one of the two groups then, if you're going to word it like that. Because we all sometimes have a reduced ability sure. to concentrate. But this particular group always has it. Or it's it's one of the key characteristics. Mm, that's tough. Um, boy. Uh, I'm going with, uh, man. Talk, talk me through what you're thinking. Well, I, I've, yeah. I've, I've taken out the other option because people with psychosis, I can see them having a hard time concentrating. I can also see people with savantism having a hard time concentrating. But, well, they concentrate on, well, see, they can't, they have a hyper concentration though on certain topics. All right. But you're saying, saying concentration final, in general. Final answer. I'm going to go with psychosis. I am too. It is psychosis. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Right. I got I got a few more and then we'll we'll call it a day. Cool. Oh yeah. All right. Um Hell yeah. Hallucination. Hell yeah. Oh. Oh. That seems that seems easy. That's psychosis. Does it? That's psychosis. Adam? Yeah. Hallucination? Mm-hmm. It does sound like psychosis. I'm gonna go with psychosis too. Show me psychosis. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got it. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Show me psychosis. <laughs> <laughs> ding 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 balloons. <laughs> Here's the question of Daily Double. <laughs> you drop right, a bunch um, of balloons on a crazy person, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Start stabbing them. Jesus. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, uh, agnosia. Uh, what, what is I'll, that? I'll type it. Oh, okay. Agnosia. I'll just type it to you so you can not know what it is. A-G-N-O-S-I-A. Yeah. Agnosia. That might be it. That might actually be it, though. No, I think I read that wrong. That's not how you say it. It's probably agnosia. But... What is agnosia? Okay, glad you asked. Yeah. Uh, it is the inability to recognize objects, certain objects, sounds, shapes, etc. Like you have, you just see them and you do not even recognize them. Really? Sounds made up. Like some people can look at faces and just not even recognize faces. Really? Yes. Mm. Like you can see, like, have you ever see a thing where it's like a bunch of fruit arranged and when you look at it, it looks like a face? Yeah. No. You ever see that? You guys are crazy. <laughs> When things I, that aren't actual human faces. Oh, oh, okay, okay, all right, okay. But then you see it, like you can see a face in the pattern of a piece of wood, or, um, you know, like in a in the carpet, you see like a face, or. Well, if you describe it like that, um, I'm gonna go with other. Yeah. Yeah, Adam. What the hell? I'm gonna go with psychosis. Uh, John takes the takes the round. Oh, damn it! It is it is other, um, but it is a real thing. And it's it's just what I said. You you hear a sound and you don't even it's not even doesn't exist. You can't your brain can't wrap around and understand what it is. Can't really. It. I've never heard of this before. Yeah. Is it is this similar? You've you've heard that that condition or that theory that like they said when like the the Native Americans when the First saw the ships. Yeah, they, well, they said they couldn't yeah. see the ships because they'd never seen right. a ship before, so it doesn't register in their brain as a thing. So their brain literally right. did not put a ship out in the ocean, even though the ship was out there. So when they say that, yeah, it's called uh, aphasia is what that Oh, do I have the wrong word? Okay, okay. 
but it's it's similar. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think so. What they did is they saw a shape. They saw something. Yes. They just couldn't conceptualize what it was. Yeah, as a sure. floating wooden thing with. Uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Like for all, they might see it and be like, "Weird, there's an island there now." Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. They would try to frame, so they could never understand what. It, right. I'm winning, right? <laughs> it's, I think it's still who cares. Who cares? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> Uh, do I have one more? Uh, apraxia. A-P-R-A-S. This is a condition that is often associated with which of our three groups? Apraxia. Can you use it in a sentence? He has apraxia. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a motor disorder. Okay. Actually, caused by damage or malformed parts of the brain. Mm-hmm. And it's the individual has difficulty with motor planning to perform tasks or movements when asked. So they can understand the task. They just can't do it, even though they know what they have to do. So you tell me, you say, John, reach for that object. And I, I, my brain hears it and understands the concept of reaching for the object, but my, it won't go into my arm. And, and, you're, and you're willing to do it, but you can't. My arm won't do or it. You can't do, or you can't do it right. Right, okay. Comb your hair and, you, and you pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and trying. And you can't. Oh, shit. Trying. He's like, I got a praxia. <laughs> Bald as hell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what this whole episode has been leading up to. Gotcha. Good, good night, everybody. Appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Adam, Adam, why don't you start? Here, here we, here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I don't know if this is other or savantism, but I'll yeah. say whatever John picks, I'll pick the opposite. Dude. Okay. Um, I'm going savantism. I'm going other. He wanted to go. Adam savantism. wins. Adam wins the whole game. Hell, come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh. You shot yourself in the foot on that one, pal. Really? All right. We both have seven points, know. actually. We both tie, but I mean, honestly, who cares? You <laughs> shot it in your right foot, but you have Alochira, so you've actually felt it in your Oh, hell. Ooh. All right, so that's that's kind of the end of my game. But I think that what that does, though, is it's how challenging it was sometimes to tell the difference between like a super ability and a super disability. That's true, yeah. yeah. Genius and insanity is, it is a fine line. Like, I know that's, you hear that, and it's the kind of stuff that people put on like a Facebook post with a bunch yeah. of dumb shit on it. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys. Because they act irrationally. <laughs> you so know, they put that on their Facebook. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's interesting because super abilities are like the premise of so many movies, right? With comic super books and powers? things. Yeah. yeah, but but even super abilities in general, like of shows and movies, that's like a that's a very common trope. But this the other one that are so similar, the like insanity part is not played up as much. And that would be really interesting. They oh, they made they're making a show. Have you seen this thing? It's on Amazon called The Boys. Uh-uh. And it's superheroes that are not good people. Oh, really? Like oh, they're like not Watchmen? villains, but they're they're super powered. And I think they're somewhat revealed. You, you should watch the trailer. It it The uh, Boys. The boys, which I think is a terrible title. Yes, it's just four. It's, of, it's just it. four of Spider-Man's villains in a cartoon form, and it's just uh, yeah. It's the Rhino, Electro, yeah, Green Hobgoblin, yeah. and Vulture. But it would be cool to see like a, a show or a movie where like the people are like insane and they think they have the powers, or they have like these very weird things, these psychoses that make them very different. Whatever. Isn't they... that the premise of Glass? I, that's that was what I was kind of thinking too. I haven't watched it yet, but I, I was thinking maybe that's what that kind of is. Because that's kind of the premise of Unbreakable too. Yes. Like, mm. it, it, they leave the doubt in your mind of if the powers that they have really exist. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I just, I should watch those. That sounds interesting. Um, I mean, the whole t- the whole time. It's not, or you're trying to understand if he really has the power, if he, if he thinks he has the power. Right. I like that. 
I was I like just that. saying, that's a, that's a good movie, though. Unbreakable. Unbreakable is great. And Glass is pretty good, too, actually. I just saw it recently. so It did not get good reviews. I know. And I, I, I can see why. It's just standard M. Night Shyamalan. But, you know, Shyamalan. but you add it, but you add it to the shrine no matter what. I do. I had no, I can't help it. I was going to say, like, when I was reading about um, Kim Peek, I, I was thinking to myself, there's it, there's a there's an X-Men mm-hmm. sort of vibe I got from him, like with some of the mm-hmm. things that he does. Like the yeah. X Men, sort of. It's a, it's a mute. It's it feels like he's sort of. I mean, it sounds insulting, Superpowered. but it's, it's a mutant type of a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. mutant, you just think that because you're, you know, a comic know, book person. Preju- your preju- your prejudices. I'm not. I think pro- that's a bad word. I'm not. Well, I, I mean, the, you think the M word's a bad word, but it's not. I, it's again, not. Yeah. It's not a bad word. Yeah, but uh, it's it, the next level it, of. It's weird because mutant sounds like a negative term, but mutation yeah. sounds awesome as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, you know. can find us on Facebook. <laughs> Adam's email address is adam.couchy slash racist at. Uh... <laughs> not a racist. Uh, but um... you didn't call him a muty. <laughs> mutation. Uh, yeah. Actually, when you say mutation, I think of when the guy gets the radiation on him in RoboCop. And he's uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hit with a car. <laughs> Um, I was going to ask you guys, like, where do you think, like, Albert Einstein fell in the whole? I mean, he's considered a genius, but do you think he had – they mentioned that he had trouble with things like tying his shoes. Really? Yeah, his wife had to tie his shoes for him. But he's – Always? But he's a, yeah, yeah. He's a genius. Huh. So it's probably probably a, motors, a motor issue, which is a typical thing of savantism. So it just makes you wonder, was he, yeah. you know, was his brain hyper-focused on physics and, and, and astrophysics and stuff like that? And, and he just couldn't, he wasn't focusing on buttoning his shirt? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I was I was thinking too, compared to this, I was like, is John Nash, you know, the beautiful mind um, mm-hmm. guy, is, is he, I, I looked it up, and he's not a savant. I mean, he had other issues, obviously, mm-hmm. but it he seems like a lot of those are, go hand, they go hand in hand, but um he wasn't a servant, but it's the same thing where there's like a lot of interesting people that are really good in their field also have some really mm-hmm. like mind altering things going on in their brains. The brain's yeah. like a slippery slope. Like, you know, you want certain abilities, yeah. but you're going to, you're going to lack in something else. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's yeah. like a scale, mm-hmm. like little tip. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, a, this is an interesting topic. What do you guys think mm-hmm. of the new format? I like it. Uh, a big fan. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. This worked big out fan. better. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan. Huge. It's a huge fan. But it doesn't feel like we're trying to squish and condense and leave this part out and that part out. We just sort of, it's a little freewheeling a little bit. So I'll leave it in. Yeah. It yeah. felt, it felt, um, I think for you guys, maybe it felt like you had support. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Picking like picking kind of a central. Like it's not topic. just a BuzzFeed list for a change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Picking, picking yeah, yeah. kind of a central topic and then just like splintering off of a topic is a little mm-hmm. bit easier to coordinate. I think we could. I think we could maybe plan a little bit. Like this is our first go at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we could coordinate a little better. Sure. Correct. I think we right? can. Like I think that we could be like, okay, well, here's the, the outline of the thing. Why don't you talk about this and I'll talk about this and away we go. Agreed. Yeah. Right. And I'll, I'll take a lot of that fault because I, I haven't been around, so I haven't been able to put. No, no, uh, no. Put that I think forward. I still think it was. No, awesome. it's Adam's fault. It is all Adam's yeah, fault. <laughs> thank you, thank you, John. All right, we'll <laughs> scrub you. his win from the game from thank the records. You. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and, cool. Uh, uh, so did you think you, I mean, prior going into this, did you know a lot about Savant stuff? Did you? Have, uh, I, I Actually, I was curious if you had a lot of preconceived notions that were shattered. Oh, I, I only knew about it on a very surface level. I knew it had something to do with autism, but not, nothing much, really. No, this was all yeah. a whole new learning experience for me, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I had done, thing. I had watched a documentary before, as I linked to you a little while back from years ago about the guy, I forget his name right now, but the younger guy who can do really intense math. Mm-hmm. And he okay. sees that the numbers and like shapes and colors and stuff. And that was, I saw that some years ago and that was always fascinating me. And I wished that I had that. 
That um, is a um, that term is called a synesthesia. A synesthesia, yeah, because yes. he can see the, the what they are in a shape, in a color, and he has a direct link between those two things. Yes, and it is like he's like I know one seventeen is like this little weird purple squiggly thing that I can see in my brain. So when I do this and this, this is what happens. And it's just like what that sounds amazing. He he yeah. sees the numbers as a totally different. It has a manifestation to him that is more than just the number and the understanding that is a quantity. But that helps him do the math better. Yeah, that's because nuts. yes, he can like see all the numbers and he can do them. It helps him do the math. He's the same guy who did the pi to like whatever thousands of digits where he just like kept really? reciting off pi numbers. Yeah, from reset. It's that I saw that a while back. So that that was like pretty much all that I had. Uh, I, I knew about Kim Peak kind of because of some of the stuff we talked about. Um, so I knew a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but it's still really, it's really interesting no matter what to figure out. Like, I didn't know how it sat into the kind of autism spectrum and like what, what the brain was kind of doing about that and um, how it relates to some other things. So I, I thought this was really interesting because I wanted to know more about it for a while. Yeah. So. Agreed. What do you guys think of the, what do you think of the game or the challenge or whatever? Uh, games uh, all day, buddy. I, I hated it until I um, tied. <laughs> and then now... I don't care about John's score, and now I've won. I think it's a great game. Um, Seriously, I can't tell if it was a... I mean, it felt good, but it felt a little uh, maybe slow. No, it was fun. No, it's good. Okay. It's good. It, and, and I don't mind it being... If it went a, a smidge slower, even, just for to let us fit in more deliberate jokes. well put in more yeah. jokes you know what i mean well are we're there jokes on this podcast i think this is purely informational but yeah. there was laughs i i giggled uh, okay sure if you i say, hate I'll this you... podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh anyways i'm gonna i'm gonna shut this thing down yeah um you can check out our website uh research and destroy podcast.com you can find us on Facebook uh, at facebook.com slash research and destroy podcast. And if you want to message us or you have thoughts or whatever, you can find us on Facebook and we usually respond to messages. So you can post there or, or message us directly. Um, and you can get all of our episodes and you can tell all your friends this. You can get them on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. And if you could go leave comments there, rate us five stars. That would be awesome. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. It's your story now. You, you, you decide what is right. Thank you.